Damo, you big sweet tooth. Yes, MP, you chocoholic. So naughty but nice. We're a hit at the Wellness Summit and I want more. Well, how does 20 recipes in their free ebook Heavenly Healthy Desserts sound, MP? Jeepers, Damo, I'm loving that. Or you can hop on down to their brand new cafe, Selection Cafe in South Melbourne and receive 10% off your favourite healthy desserts. Woohoo! To do so, go to sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch and fill in your details to receive your free ebook and discount voucher. That's www.sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch. So naughty but nice. Delicious nutrition. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to A Quirky Journey, the healthy family podcast with your hosts, Joe Whitten and Leah Follett. Welcome to A Quirky Journey. Join us as we share our family's journeys to good health. You'll find plenty of inspiration, tips and recipe ideas, as well as stories from everyday people who've struggled and overcome health problems and diet challenges in their own families. I'm Jo Whitten, author of the blog and book Quirky Cooking, and today we have part two with Nicole as a party. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Jo. Thanks for having me on again. Well, we enjoyed it so much last time we had to have you back. Great, great, we, me too. We being the royal we because Leah's not here. <laughs> but that's okay. Me and the dog, we're both here. Good. My <laughs> dog's my here phone. too. Oh. <laughs> well, if any of you missed the one before, you should go back and listen to it. But if you don't, if you want to just listen to this one, that's fine. Nicole is the author of the Alchemy Cookbook and she also has the website Mama Care. And um, last week we talked about her family's journey and her book and her recipes. Siri not available. Oh, sorry. Siri, be quiet. Sorry, that was Siri interrupting. Does that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we talked about, um, you know, learning to cope and learning to reduce stress and things like that. And we thought we might flow on this um, podcast with um, some ways to handle um, life, I guess, when – you know, on gaps or on any difficult diet or when your children are sick or you've got allergies and intolerances and issues happening, you can have those days where everyone's having meltdowns, everything's difficult, nothing's working. Mm. Um, and it seems to escalate because you feed off each other with your stress and we've all been absolutely. there. Absolutely, absolutely. And you have some great tips um, for stopping that escalation and <laughs> changing the I guess changing the mood yeah changing the, the course of the day yeah. yeah I mean it doesn't always work but I found um I found these things to be really helpful and um basically I came up with well Stevie and I and Josephine came up with the better day plan better day plan I like that okay tell yeah. us about the better day plan yeah well this came about after you know, most most parents, full stop, most parents have dealt with tantrums, screaming, crying. I think that's you know. all parents. <laughs> this is yeah, this is pretty much what you get when you've got mm. kids. Um, but you know, with our daughter, particularly while she was um pre gaps, mm -hmm. um, she was having meltdowns all day and all night. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was, it had become very, very wearing for me and I was very frightened for her basically. Mm. Um, so I could feel when, 
when she was having one of these particularly bad days, I could feel my wheels of worry beginning to turn and, you know, I could sort of, I would flash back and go back pre-gaps into, Mm. you know, just a child that could not be consoled no matter what I did. Um, And then I'd flash forward into the future and see a, a, a child at school having meltdowns at school and not being able to cope and, you know, it, it just wasn't setting the scene for um, a very easy day. Mm. So on this one particular day, we we're all just feeling pretty destroyed on the floor. I was exhausted, mm. been about the fifth meltdown of oh. the morning. And, you know, I felt like crying myself. She was crying, sitting on my lap. And I said, look, Stevie, you know, basically I know you're only three, but we've all, you've got to know that we've all got a choice, yeah. you know, in this, you can have a good day, you can have a bad day. Mm-hmm. And um, how can we now think about how to have a better day? And she, you know, she was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'm three. <laughs> um, so anyway, we just started thinking about, well, what, you know, what would we like to do from here? Yeah. And um, we started thinking about all the things that she loves to do. So we said, all right, let's make a list and I'll write it down. So number one, what's first on our list for having a better day? And, and she said, jump on the champ. I said, okay, let's mm-hmm. jump on the champ. Number two, what, what else can we do to have a better day? And we said, let's, let's play a game of chasey. Number three, let's have a bath. Even though it's the middle of the day, let's just have a bath that altogether. good to me. Bath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never had thought of that before, but it was good. Um, number four was jump into bed and listen to The Little Mermaid. That was her favourite yeah. um, favorite story at the time. And uh, five was make a chocolate cake. She was up for that. Always helps. Always, always good <laughs> and always turn a day into something much better. Yep. And six was have a shiatsu. My partner and I um, met studying shiatsu, which is, you know, it's a form of, um, it's like a a massage treatment, Mm -hmm. but it follows meridians that you'd find in Chinese medicine. So, yeah, to unpack the logic behind this list, um, this is kind of where it can really, it actually, it's not just about, yeah, we made a list and we listened to each other, which is infinitely great um but there's more to it so we know with stevie from doing some genetic sequencing that she she um she doesn't have her vitamin d gene functioning and her vitamin b gene is not functioning Mm. her detox pathways are really compromised um so that just means that when on gaps she's basically you know she's doing a lot of healing Mm -hmm. And um, there are going to be times also, she's a child, there are going to be times when, I don't know if you've noticed this with yourself, sometimes the healing process can just make you feel cranky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Especially when you're detoxing. Yeah. You can get headaches, you can, you know, you can feel angry, you Mm. can feel all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, And, you know, so she was having that kind of day. Um, but basically, with the trampolining, you know, oh, more sorry to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be, I wanted to be with her rather than send her away. It's really kind of tempting to just go. Okay, you need some time out. Yeah. 
um, take a few minutes in your room or whatever. But that just never worked for her. No. That just kind of heightens her anxiety. Yeah. So, and she tells me I need a hug to calm down. Yeah. So I, I listen. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, this, this kind of timeout thing. Yeah. You know, it actually does work with Josephine. Mm-hmm. She Some can, kids do. Work yeah, with mm-hmm. yeah, and it, but it doesn't work for her. Yeah. Um, she needs a hug, and she needs me to sort of just really listen and teach her how to breathe in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, one amazing thing about the trampoline, we've got one of those old school in ground. Oh yeah. Numbers. Mm-hmm. It's really bouncy, and trampolining just gets you breathing it sure does (laughs) and that is awesome for so many functions in the body you know apparently it helps you know jumping up and down helps your lymphatics and it also helps with constipation like if you've got stuff to move and you're breathing inhaling exhaling and you know you're exercising that can really help you go to the toilet and often with stevie a lot of that behavior behavioral stuff and the moods and things mm-hmm. were connected to her needing um regular bowel movements and yeah. initially we struggled a lot with she would go five days without <gasps> a poo wow. yeah so that's that, interesting you know, yeah it can really build up and it, i could watch her mood just dissipate when she'd go to the toilet hmm. Um, and she'd be, you know, she'd be back to the Stevie we know. But as days would go pa- by and not pass, um, pass a movement, she, you know, she'd just get crankier and crankier and crankier. Yeah. So the trampoline, just let's get on it quick, you know. Um, when my, my son, who was the main one we did gaps for, when he was little, he would get constipated from dairy. And mm. we noticed he's a very easygoing, he doesn't lose his temper very much at all, but mm. he would get um, very withdrawn and sad mm. when he was constipated. Mm. Can I just ask you here what you did for constipation besides trampolining? That's a good one. Yeah. Because I, yep. I have had that question a lot because we ne- I never dealt with that myself. Um, now that he's older, he didn't really have that problem. Mm, which is fantastic yeah Yeah. well yeah we did a lot for constipation that was one of those you know god I've never been so happy to see poo in my life (laughs) (laughs) when you get a constipated child god it's just a celebration yeah yeah but um the what we did initially was a number of things but um some of the things yeah trampolining exercise um, liquids, not, you know, you don't need to drown in liquid, but, um, we would do the juicing, uh, first thing in the morning. So a tiny bit of pressed carrot, fresh pressed carrot juice mm-hmm. with some cultured cream was helpful for Stevie. Wow. First thing in the morning, mm-hmm. you need to basically get your bile, you know, yeah. going and ways that I've read, um, you know, please do your research and speak to your medical professionals if you're doing any of this Mm -hmm. um i'm a mum you know i'm not a medical professional um yeah ways that i would do it is just a little bit of lemon juice first thing in the morning tiny Mm -hmm. amount when you can tolerate it um things like like we have now fermented tulsi um it's just it's just like you know the tulsi plant holy basil oh okay yeah 
Yeah, like that's my one of my favourites at the moment. And what does that do? Well, a lot of herbs will just start, you know, in a bit of water, mm-hmm. like make a herbal tea or something, will just help kickstart your digestive system. Wow. Um, you know, and there's there's a number of herbs that will start to help you generate bile. Mm. Um, so just check them out. There, um, but yeah, lemon juice is one. There's you know a little bit of ginger is really can, ginger in just a couple of slices in water. Yeah, um, is something that we have done. We sometimes now that we're you know we're off gaps, but for later stages of mm-hmm. people who are on gaps, I would cut up pineapple with um, the core sit it in some water and have that first thing in the morning. And okay. you, you, the water itself is just beautiful for the digestion. Well, have a few a pieces idea. if you want. It's yummy, you know, mm. it's absolutely yummy. Um, a lot of herbal teas for us in the morning. And it took it took time for Stevie to be able to tolerate the salicylates in, okay. in all those herbs. But, um, you know, they happened. And so now, like a favourite, we do chamomile and hibiscus. Yeah. Um, Lots of nice things first thing in the morning, and that that can really um, tie in with a lot of the thought around um, Chinese medicine too. They don't mm-hmm. they don't go for a lot of cold foods first no. thing in the morning. So, you know, the smoothie, the green smoothie, and whatever, it's good. Um, but you know, they would say have a little bit of ginger tea first. Yeah, and that's you funny. Know? I've always found that myself that I want I want something warm first. Yeah, yeah. And you'll see in my book there's a recipe for, you know, just I call it a cocktail. It's just a little bit of apple cider vinegar um, in some water with a few bubbles and a bit of honey. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful way to start the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so so having a having some sort of stimulatory drink mm-hmm. helped Stevie. Um, a little bit of – mix it with a bit of fat um, can help lubricate the bowels and get things moving. We found um, digestive enzymes were fantastic for her Mm -hmm. and we would just open up a capsule and, again, we started with the head of a pin um, just before she ate something with every meal Mm -hmm. and we upped it a little bit um, over time but that was helping her um, to open her bowels as well. And now, like, we only needed digestive enzymes for a year Mm -hmm. Um, she's off them and absolutely fine. We were told by uh, a doctor that she would need to be her, you know, her spleen didn't, her pancreas was not functioning fully, mm-hmm. and we were told she would need to be on digestive enzymes for the rest of her life. Wow! Um, but that's absolutely not the case now. And it's you know, exciting. for those who, yeah, it's so exciting mm. and it's so, it's so possible. Yeah. Um, we won't, you know. No one is going to know the outcomes mm. until, you know, they have the experience. But yeah. I never dreamed, I never dreamed that our severely allergic child who was intolerant to so many foods, mm. who had these autistic-like traits, mm-hmm. would would heal in such a dramatic way to the point where she needs no EpiPens, no autistic traits, no known food intolerances. You know, her her healing has been radical and dramatic um and you know we were talking you mentioned mary kelly mckenzie from Mm -hmm. good mood food there's also um there's natalie russell from real food revival there are so many mothers and you yourself and your family experience 
you know, it's important to consider the quantitative evidence when we're looking at all of this. But what we are, you know, these mums all just telling our stories, we're the we're the qualitative evidence, and that has a place. It has a very important place too. Yeah. So the um, constipation cleared up. How long did it sort of take for you to? Oh, uh, look, it took a couple of months Mm -hmm. um so yeah we we did the juicing we did enzymes the probiotic was important Mm -hmm. um we did a we did a synthetic probiotic to start with very slowly but that also helped her to move her bowels exercise um then the once we could start getting onto sauerkraut and the actual water Mm -hmm. that helped a lot as well yeah and then when she could actually eat the veggies that start to help her move her bowels as well um, the next thing we did was we did a lot of um, tummy rubs, yep. you know, doing the clockwise mm. tummy movements, um, you know, really starting to just help move that. Um, All through. Yeah, just mm. move it down. Um, we did yoga poses. So I would take her legs, you know, her, the, her ankles and roll her over roll them over her head and do peekaboos and um, <laughs> those sorts of things, just playing, yeah. do twists. You know, there are certain okay. yoga moves that where you can do torso twists that are fantastic for constipation. You know, there's a whole body of work in yoga for um, digestion um, and constipation as well. Um, and I found um, Epsom salt baths, warm baths, helped yeah. her to go as well. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some reflexology moves that you can do. If you just YouTube those, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to see, um, what, what pressure points that you can press. Um, just really gentle, basic things. We did castor oil packs. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't explain it, but you know, she would go after that. Um, we did some essential oils. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they were and you've got to be careful with those because, yeah. you know, especially on young kids, dilute them, yeah. make sure you know which ones to use. Um, but we, yeah. we do talk about it, that in the podcast with Samantha Bullock, the naturopath who's an oils practitioner. Um, Great. So, yeah, yeah well, I'll have to tune in and re- refresh myself there. Yeah, um, yeah and um, basically... I found doing all those things, she started to go and then she started to, you know, then it was once every two days and it was once every day and now she's just, you know, an everyday girl. That's oh, good. Yeah, and it's just it's just not an issue anymore and it, it didn't take that long in the scheme of things. Once you've been dealing with all of that for years, mm. this just it just didn't take long. We never did enemas. That's the other point. Oh, okay, that's interesting because we didn't either. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's a bit of a, you know, Australians just kind yeah. of get their head around enema. <laughs> Um, you have to be pretty bad to to go. All oh, right, I'll well, try yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't. Yeah, we weren't that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are some kids. We're talking nine days, ten wow. days. It's you know, it's wow. severe, and they're mm. severely unwell. Yeah. Um, and adults, you know, if that was if that was my, if it were my issue, I'd probably be going for an enema. Mm. But no, I, I just didn't think it was going to work for in such little children. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is all without an enema. Mm, that's good. 
and all very successful. But definitely jump on the trampoline. Okay, so that was point one. Sorry, we got on a rabbit yeah, trail there, guys, because I wanted, to, I wanted to know about that because I do get questions about it and I haven't had the experience with it. So I thought, oh, good, there's someone who knows. <laughs> yes, I do know. Okay, so what was, what was your second point for um, making it a better day? Yeah, well, the second one was playing chasey. So, um, you know, very light exercise can be a great way to detox. Yeah. Um, moving your body, reaching and stretching is another way to move out toxins. Mm-hmm. My little girls love chasey. You know, yeah. I pretend I'm Mrs. McGreg- Mr. McGregor. Aww. She's Peter Rabbit. She's just stolen the radishes from my veggie patch. It makes her laugh. I catch yeah. her. I tickle her. You know, it's better than any medicine. That's so cute. Yeah. I mean, that we're dealing with a, a three-year-old yeah. and a four-year-old, so everyone's going to find their own thing for for themselves even, and their family. Even with older kids, I know my kids say, oh, can't we just go for a walk? Let's go for a bike ride. You know, it's some, they want to do things together. Let's go to the lake and yeah. go for a walk. Yeah. Whatever and initially is, you don't outside. have that much energy when mm. you're when you start gaps That's and it's true. it's important not to go too hard. Yeah. Um you know your body is healing so don't feel like you need to go out there and go hard. Mm. You know but light stretching and um you know a bit of a tickle, a bit of a run you know in the garden is fantastic can i also mention um because the main reason we started gaps was was the anxiety and depression associated with my son's ocd and one of the biggest things that we were told to do was get him outside um get him doing you know fun things and enjoy and and even when he was in the depths of depression he still wanted to go to futsal. He plays futsal and he would cheer up at futsal mm-hmm. and he would go hard. He loved it. It really yeah. helped him and he would feel so good afterwards. Yeah, so absolutely. I think, I think the exercise is really important for their well-being as well as, you know, their health. Yeah, just taking your mind off something yeah, too, definitely. isn't it? Just a shift of focus. And, yeah. you know, as you say that, it reminds me of, you know, just because we live by the beach. Mm. You know, just just a, going to the beach is oh. such a reset. And Do you know you what? Know, that is just like the best thing. I can't yeah. wait because we're off to Perth for a month and we're staying in a beach house. I can't wait. Wonderful, just, yeah. Just walking outside and walking on the beach in the morning has got to be the best thing. <laughs> totally. And, and I think that's also contributed to why it's worked so well for Stevie, why mm. GAPS worked so well because we, we've lived by the ocean. Yeah. We're swimming all the time. Yeah. Um, there is, there's something magic about the sea, yeah, there is. the salt, um, the you know, waves, even, yeah, even the at the sea air is yeah. full of nutrients. It's it full is. of, um, minerals. It's yep. full of all of these things. It probably mm. has its own microbiome, yeah. you know? Um, the third one that I've got on this list was Epsom salts and mm-hmm. This stuff's high in magnesium yeah. um, and many people with gut disturbances are in short supply of this vital mineral. Yeah. Um, Epsom salts are a great way to get a dose of it. You know, it's gentle, yeah. it's relaxing, it's fun. It's a great way to help your body yeah. um, to detox. And, you know, it's just something you, you can do with your kids. If you've got little kids, you know, it's good for me too. Yeah. Um, and you said in your last podcast about um, the foot baths. Did you use yeah. Epsom salts or was that something else? 
Um, well, the foot baths that, that I'm ta- I talked about in the last um, podcast was much more about the magnesium flakes. Mm-hmm. But I think any, any of these salts, if you can make them more concentrated in the form of a foot bath, mm-hmm. I reckon um, I reckon you'd be better off. Because, yeah. you know, you think about we, we've got this big deep bath. Yeah, you, you put don't a get cup of much, that in. Yeah, yeah you kind of, it all gets a bit lost. Yeah. But I just found there's something about just a little bit of water, good amount of salt, bang, straight through the soles of the feet, and it yeah. just made a difference. So you said about half a cup of salts to like a We started of off slowly with Stevie. So we did, we started with a quarter of a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we built up a bit and now we're on to half a cup. Yep. For me, if James, you know, if James and I decide we're going to have a, have a foot bath after the girls go to bed, I do a full cup for myself mm-hmm. and for him. Okay. And I've, I, I alternate. So I've got Dead Sea salt. I do magnesium flakes. I've got Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people put a, an apple cider vinegar, do a little bit of apple cider vinegar in their bath. Because we live by the beach, I collect seaweed. Oh, you know, wow. do a few. Yeah, seaweed's high in minerals. That's amazing. That's a great idea. It's and then a good idea. You can buy the beautiful <laughs> ones with the like the lavender flowers in it, or you can um, do that. You can yeah, get the essential you oils. You can do it. Yeah. Like I got all mine off plants, and I, look, mm. I retail them too. I, I sell oh, them in okay. beautiful. You oh, know, where do you sell them? Through your just off website. our website, Mama yeah. Care. Okay, yeah, mamacare dot com. Yeah, Blantz but, you know, is great. Yeah, I think yep, we should yep, mention that um, yeah. because people might not know about it. Well, I just t- I spent two years going up to the supermarket, spending a bomb on Epsom oh, oh, salts, no. going crumbling back home. Thankfully, someone put me on to Blantz straight away, so that was good. Yeah, well, like I'd heard about it, but I kind of got put off by the delivery. Oh, okay, um, yeah charge because it was going to cost us a lot to get to mm. get it to us but look by the time you've done two years it's just <laughs> worth it. You, it is. I would suggest it and you get you can get the magnesium flakes you can get the dead sea salt you can get all these lovely things and it's yeah. just much cheaper that yeah. way so it's b-l-a-n-t-s yes dot com or plants dot i think so dot com yeah, um, just and it. you just yeah <laughs> just order online and yeah. it is a ripper okay um, the fourth one was jump into bed because God, good to me. you know, <laughs> you're a mom, please just let me, you know, let me go to bed and wake me up in, you know, wake me up in November. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, kids like it too. If you're going to, if you're going to get in there with them, Stevie yeah. at the time, she was never a day sleeper, but every now and then I can interest her in a, a bit of an audio story yes. about the little mermaid. And f- and the point here is that frequent rest is so healing. Mm-hmm. Um, a daytime nap is fantastically restorative, yeah. but just lying horizontally can help rest the body. Yeah. Um, it's a great chance to gather her up and, and Josephine too and imagine life at the bottom of the ocean together. Yeah. <laughs> um, number five was make a cake. Yeah. So who would have thought, yeah, make a cake as part of your healing protocol. Oh, but, I've always wow. said baking is therapeutic. Yeah, Joe Whitten has proven, <laughs> proven that to be correct, haven't you? Oh, always, always, whenever I get overwhelmed, stressed, got a to-do list going out the door, I drop yeah. everything and go bake. And I know that's bad in some ways because I'm a procrastinator baker. But, <laughs> but it, it seems to you know, just relax me and I'm excited because it's 
creative and I love that creative side of, you know, life. Yeah. And then you can come back fresh and do what you got to do. Yeah, it nourishes on so many levels. It does. Me too. And and the same for my children. My children yeah. are no different. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and for Stevie, it, it was just her most favourite thing in the world to do. Yeah. Uh, it turns the day into a celebration instead yeah. of, you know, something to just get through. Yeah. Our cakes, you know, like yours, are always gluten, grain, refined mm. sugar-free. Um, they're sweet, but they're not overly sweet. And yeah. more than anything, it's a really grounding thing to do. She uses her hands. She cracks the egg. She measures. Josephine yeah. stirs. You know, there's a bit of argy bargy that goes on, but <laughs> up on chairs. Matter. Yeah, exactly. Falling so back fun. off chairs. <laughs> but um, it gives us great focus. Like you know, yeah. you're you're saying with your son and his his game. Mm. Um, we love sitting together and then eating our creation on pretty plates. So that yeah. it just feels like okay, you know. Today is not such a bad day. Yeah, especially we find um, we like to get a blanket and go sit outside and eat. Totally. And um, whenever, especially when my kids were little, when we were having a bad day, I'd go, right, picnic, you know, get a blanket, whatever we could dig up out of the fridge cupboards, whatever, or if we baked something. And suddenly it was, and we'd all lay around, you know, on the blanket staring at the clouds and eating bits and pieces and I would read to them and, Nice, yeah, totally. Just, and in far north Queensland, you'd be getting your nice, nice levels of vitamin D oh, yeah. from the sun, yeah. and that, as you know, you know, it can make the world of difference oh. to people's moods. Yes, and us too. We do lots of picnics, and mm. you know, we take platters down to their cubby house, yeah. and <laughs> they trundle off with these little suitcases of food. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and it's just you know, it just again shifting focus. Yeah, and you know, having a reset is somehow really important. I think also we do get a lot of rain in the summer ah, months here. So, I used to. Yeah, so we would put the blanket over the table and make a tent or, you know, yeah. chairs and all sit under there and all that fun stuff, inside yeah. picnics. Fun stuff. Fun stuff <laughs> is very, very important to yes. healing. Um, the point six was have a shiatsu and um, like I said, James and I met studying this Japanese acupressure and it was a wonderful eye-opener to the world of energy medicine and how our energetic pathways can really influence the way we feel, how we sleep, how we digest our food and so much more. Um, And the children just on a really basic level, the children just love the feeling of it. And we've always used this kind of pressure, gentle pressure to calm them down, help them get off to sleep. And, you know, at this, on this occasion, because it was the middle of the day, um, I just put on one of the girls' favourite TV shows and gave shiatsu while they watched. But, <laughs> you know, your picnic blanket is perfect. Yeah. Any of that sort of thing. And if you're not a shiatsu um, expert, you could always do foot mas- massages or something, Foot massage you? or any yeah. kind of massage, just even just patting down the body, yeah. gentle patting down yeah. the body. Um, but, head you know, massages. head massage. Nice. Uh, Josephine likes me to scratch her back. So yeah. I think, you know, sometimes even just moving energy that way um, can really just assist in, you know, helping someone to calm down and feel yeah feel like you've um they're being attended to yeah so can you share with us some of your ideas for 
I know like these things especially help the children. What's mm. some of your tips for helping mum when she's feeling a bit over everything and stressed? Because I know that you're a really big proponent of looking after yourself. Caring for the carer, yeah. absolutely. Not that I was good at that during oh. <laughs> uh, during the time when my kids were, you know, when especially Stevie really needed me. But over the time, I have realised and I have learned. I think it's how, something you learn um, with age too. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, when life really throws stuff at you, yeah. like I was challenged beyond anything I'd ever experienced before. Mm. So um, yeah, with that comes you know various learnings about yourself and um at the time when stevie was really really unwell um it was all hands on deck james you know james even stopped quit his job and wow, we just really? yeah we just stayed home and we looked after stevie um josephine was a little baby and yeah i i that's amazing that you got that support that's so good Uh, Look, and that's the other thing, you know, Dr. Natasha Campbell-McBride talks about it too. Like the more people that can come around the person that needs Mm. um, that kind of help, the better their outcome will be. Yes. And I was just so fortunate that James, you know, her dad, he, he really, really supported everything that we did um you know and sometimes the you know the dad takes a while to convince and you've got to you know you've got to kind of find a way for them as well um you've got to bring that whole family along but we were fortunate because James had the background in um shiatsu he understood that Mm. the digestive system um was very much a part of many other um systems in the body according Mm. to Chinese medicine you know, Chinese medicine is very much all about the gut. Okay. Um, so, yeah, look, he he did so much to help me. We Together we learned how to cook. Now, you know, the cookbook is basically, um, you know, because they're not good on the memory stuff, the, <laughs> the men. <laughs> sometimes. No. And, you know, they just don't, a lot of them just don't function that way, thinking yeah. 50 things at once. Mm-hmm. So with the with the cookbook, I know that I can open it. I can say, could you make um, the panna cottas, let's say, out of, you know, out of the book mm-hmm. and I get help, yeah. you know, because as you would know, do, is it, do you have much help in your well, life? I, I do. Like my mum lives across the road and she's always been great. Like she would if I needed, cause I travel with my work. And so she would take over making the broths and making like early in gaps. I had to go away when I'd been on, we, we were on intro for, Oh, let's see. No, we were, that's right. We started on full gaps and yep. worked back to intro. So we were on full gaps and we'd only been on there for about two weeks. And so I had to go away to Melbourne. And so mum was making the broth. She was making pumpkin seed pastry with apples for the kids you know and she was wonderful researching it all figuring it out reading the gaps book um so that was a lot of and and her and dad didn't really understand it they sort of felt it was a little bit unnecessary but she was willing to support me which was a really big help and now they I think have seen the benefits oh absolutely and isn't that just such a factor when Mm. it comes to your own stress levels if your family start to get it yes and they see the changes in in your children yeah or whoever it is that needs the changing needs the support 
Wow, God, when that starts coming through for you as the as the caregiver, it just takes the stress levels down another notch. There's yeah. a little bit more space for you. You can you can go out if you need to. You can go away if you need to. You can go out, you can go away, you can leave the caring mm. up to somebody else, which Mum's was, always been great like that. Oh, isn't that yeah. wonderful? But you know, traditionally that's how things Should were be. done. Yeah. So things were done and, you know, yeah. look, it is exhausting, yeah. isn't it, trying oh, yeah. to raise the child without the village. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we definitely have the village, thankfully. We have, I mean, I felt a bit alone at first because people didn't quite understand. Mm. Um, my husband was away for the first three weeks of intro. Um, but that might have been a good thing because he wasn't really on board at first. Mm-hmm. Um, he was okay with me doing it. He said, do what you think you have to do, but he didn't want a part of it, you know. Yeah, sure. But now sure. he's a lot more supportive of it. Um, and it does take time. It does. It takes time for people to, like people who have been raised on a traditional diet and didn't really, don't really see food as medicine, mm. it's difficult for them to understand what you're doing. Or they've never had the health challenges. No, they've you never had allergies I would be thinking in the family. About it. Yeah. I wouldn't be thinking about it at all. And he if, was just kind of like, well, why can't you just it. eat whole foods, then you'll be well. I'm like, well, we have been eating whole foods and we're not well. Yeah, yeah we have tried. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. But that that is just wonderful. If you've got mm. a bit of a team, if you've, got, if you've got some family on board or you've got your husband or, you know, your, your sister, Friends, your best friend, yeah. anyone. Yeah, you just need people that you can talk it through with and – Come and help out now and then. Absolutely. And one thing I do tell people also is if all else fails, pay a teenager to come and chop vegetables for you. Totally. Because most of your time is spent chopping vegetables. Totally. And I've got <laughs> we've got Bridie. She's actually known as the um, nutritionist nanny now. Oh, I have but one like that too. <laughs> yeah, she is the most phenomenal girl yeah. who started off, you know, she was a nutrition student who yeah. had an interest in um you know, she was nannying to get herself through her yep. course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. Thank you, universe, for bringing this girl into our lives. And so she wanted to learn. I wanted I wanted her to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's ended up <clears throat> doing a lot of cooking for us yeah. from, um, from our book. Um, so you can just hand it over mm. and – you know, all this prep time yeah. can be done by someone else. There is a certain mastery, I think, in the mum, yeah. in you, your love, your energy, your care, you know, coming through the food that um, is just absolutely healing. Mm-hmm. But um, Get help you know, if you need it. <laughs> those, yeah, those who also love your children yeah. can, also, can also participate in their yeah. care in that very, very – um positive way yeah. positive way which was you know people did that they would you know mum grandma aunties yeah. were all around to help that's and i you be. know that's how it should be mm-hmm. for whatever reason most of us are not living like that now no. and i wasn't yeah. you know i'd moved an hour and a half from my mum my mum was sick she had cancer no one mm-hmm. could help us james's parents were three and a half hours away yeah. i was in a new town i was completely on my own um but you know, if there'd been a book or something to, where I could say, could you please yeah. just help me with this, I think pe- there would have been plenty of people yeah. who'd say, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. right. So, yeah, when it comes to caring for the carer, 
it once you get space, give yourself an easier time because most people are going, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Mm. But um, you are. You're doing plenty, and you're <laughs> doing your best. And yeah. that is, it just has to be good enough. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I started to do with these foot baths for myself. Now I get to go out. James and I have got date nights mm-hmm. planned, um, and we, you know, we. We're going to my mum's on Saturday and we'll get to go out. So now we're at a point where our children are not anxious for us if I'm out of their sight. Yeah. And it does just tend to, with healing, it just tended to open up for us. But there are times when you can't go and they need you through the night. And, you know, we couldn't get a babysitter initially when Stevie was having meltdowns all over the place. Yeah. Um, so you're just on, you're just on and I just had to find space within myself, um, to say, this is okay, you know, love this child and no matter what, I'll be there for you. Um, and for Josephine too. And there's something about accepting your, where you're at and where you're at as a family that, that is caring. Mm-hmm. Um, and a way of caring for yourself and then like mindfulness exercises was another thing that I would do like um, a friend of mine he um, does music and they do this kind of it's like they go through um, you know just an awareness body awareness thing you know be aware of your toes be aware of your feet be aware of it so I would do something like that at night It would be about 10 minutes out of my time, but it was just something for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'd have a coffee in the morning, make sure I have a, you know, just something that made me feel like I could cope. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then just laughing. If you get a chance to have a few laughs, do you find like when you're worried, you forget. I haven't been, I haven't done much laughing lately. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some of my favorite things to do, are just, you, know, you end up watching a bit of telly cause that's your, you know, you need your kids and it's your only relaxation, but Louis CK ended up being my big laugh and that's just, you know, everyone's going to be a bit different there. Um, the other thing I had to just really balance out my self-talk and, um, I found cause I've got, you know, I've got this journalism background and I was interviewing people and. I had to really just make sure that I wasn't talking about Stevie in front of Stevie. Yeah. Um, you know, and because I was talking a lot about, you know, she's got these allergies and it's, you know, it's like this and she's having meltdowns all day and whatever, um, it was just so important to, number one, not speak about it in front of her. Mm. Um, and number two, when I was speaking around her and just at any time, start to correct and balance out what I was aware of mm-hmm. about her. Like, yeah. you know, just point out all of the wonderful things about her, Yeah, you know, and really just make that a focus. And yeah. when you're worried about someone, you can, I think you can become a bit, um, a bit too focused yeah. about their, about their healing, which was my case. And, just, you know, just really start to talk about, you know, this is a beautiful child. Yeah. You know, look at this, 
great moment we're having together and it's so nice cuddling up to you at night and your hair smells like ocean and mm. you know you're yeah. beautiful I love you um yeah so that was sort of all the things that I've been working on these days I can you know I get to go and have a massage and nice <laughs> Yeah, I'm having the osteopathy. Mm-hmm. Initially it was, okay, we've got enough money for the kids to go and then James could go and now, you know, <laughs> finally mum <Mom's> goes. <laughs> yeah, mum gets to go. And you, you sort of think, well, I have, you know, everyone else has to come first, but it's actually it would have been great if I'd been going yeah, at the on. same time. Mm. Mm. Well, that's good. Well, thank you for that. We should probably finish up. And um, if anyone would love to share their ideas of how they have a better day, um, how they relax, how they calm down the craziness in their home and also just ways that you find um, that you can help yourself to relax, please share them on Facebook. Um, We would love to put together a blog post about it and maybe I can um, share that with everyone because I think – have you got a blog post about – Oh, you've got one on your site about the um, having a better day, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's called the Better Day Plan, but I'd love, yeah, I'd love um, to hear everybody else's ideas. because yeah, I think there's um, so many ways, so many ways, and every family is going to be different, but it's just good to get ideas from each other. Mm, absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Nicole, and we've really enjoyed hearing you, and I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to A Quirky Journey this week um, and that you've found it helpful. You can post your questions on our Facebook pages if you like. Um, Nicole's Facebook page is Mama Care, and that's is that all one word? M U M A C A R E. And then we've also got our websites. Um, mine's Quirky Cooking, and Nicole's is Mama Care. So pop over to our sites and leave us a comment. And I'd love it if you subscribe to A Quirky Journey on iTunes. That would be great and um, pass it on to your friends and we'll be back next week with another great story and interview. See you next week. Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.